On Teen Mom 3, we met four new teen moms who saw anger, infidelity, and addictions create a volatile environment for them and for their babies. Four young women who very suddenly found themselves navigating some of life's most heart-wrenching conflicts. And they did it without a roadmap. Now it's time to see where they are and how they got here. This is the Teen Mom 3 finale special. Welcome back to a Surreal Shore finale. We are finally getting to the Teen Mom 3 reunion part one with Dr. Drew. With me today, as always, is Miss Justine from the Shore Store. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, what up? This is a slapping reunion. I forgot. Oh, I know. That's why I was like, we can't we can't skip the reunion. Like we have to go all in. Yeah, and it is only two parts, which I appreciate. I respect that because I know that more recent T-Mom has pulled a three-part reunion on our asses. Which, by the way, just really quickly, speaking of reunions, Teen Mom family reunion is coming back Mm -hmm. March 13th. It's going to be focused on the couples. Are you into this or no? I was hoping to hear from you (laughs) if it was good or not. (laughs) I was going to use you as my my door to get through i guess um i don't know it's gonna be silly i uh yeah i don't know april's there i saw her in the pre- the trailer right oh really i thought it was just the couples this time maybe it was something the teen mom like mtv page posted when like you know what i think it's old now that i'm thinking about it i think it's old because it was when kayla and kaya, kaya show up Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah, that was last season. season. God damn it! Okay, so no, apes, which was no amazing apes. when April was wasted and gave Roxanne the finger. That was like that was so good, fucking yeah. classic. Um, um, obviously, I'm gonna be watching, and yeah, is it gonna be good? Probably not. Probably but... not. Are the guys starting to look like they're aging? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like I know you had already talked about it on your episode last week, but you know these these girls, these girls, um, just with the plastic surgery, like I all of them, a it's ridiculous how they all keep doing this at such a young age, when it's like you could just work out. If anyone has time to work out, it's this group, you know. Like I get that these shitty plastic surgeons are probably doing your surgery for free or a very hefty discount, but it's like take that money and get the best personal trainer there is to get like that's what i would do oh me too someone commented that on a picture of ethan supley i think it was his birthday the other day or something and it was a picture of him from i don't know mid late 90s to now and someone was like well yeah if i had a lot of money i would also get a nutritionist and a trainer and i'm like well yeah me too and that's what he did like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, he's going to be at Calgary Fan Expo in April. Okay. And and Jason Lee is going to be there, too. And I'm like, I want to meet him, but I'm like, I think we talked about this when you met him, but I'm like, I I wish I got to meet him, like, when he was fat. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's, like, fucked up to say, but, like, it's true. And it'll piss someone off. Because he, uh-huh. he just had such an iconic look, and... If you didn't know like who he was and you and 
and you didn't know he like lost all that weight you wouldn't know who he is but before you definitely would have because he's just one of those guys that wasn't everything yeah a hundred percent and he looks super different yeah um i don't know do you follow anthony's best friend nick I think so, yeah. He was, I think it's just ended. He was on the VUSQ cruise mm-hmm. with Jason Mewes and uh, Kevin Smith and all that. And I think, yeah, he was. Ethan Supley was on there and Jason Lee. And I'm just like, fuck, I literally just met them. And I really wish I was on that fucking cruise, man. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Uh, well, yeah, today we're talking Teen Mom. Um, I thought this was really fun to watch because I just put out a celebrity rehab episode, which is also hosted by Dr. Drew. And this would have been a few years after, but I mean, I gotta say, Dr. Drew, he's aging pretty well. Oh, hell yeah. And by the way, your episode was great. And I cannot believe that China denied doing steroids. It's like eh, the writing's on the wall. Like, we don't need you to try to deny that. China was in such rest a weird... in peace. Yeah, God bless her. But like China, we've all seen the sex tape. You're that that that's some side effects of steroids. If I've ever seen it, I need to watch it again. Which I can't believe I just said out loud. But I think I did watch that video a long time ago, and I know you've heard I've heard you talk about that a few times. Um, but I don't know if I can find it again. I think I tried, and I wasn't having any luck. It's not like on Pornhub. It's probably on Reddit. I haven't checked. The Reddit. last time I watched it was probably when she was still <laughs> here I with us. It. Like it's a an annual viewing for you. <laughs> Some uh, of them are. I, I. It would be embarrassing to admit how many times I've seen pages. I was gonna say hers when. Uh, yeah, when uh, was it Kofi who who comes on the belt right? No, it was her ex-boyfriend, this like Justin guy. He was in NXT for a little bit when she was in it. He's the he's the guy that like she did the tape with and he's the one that released it. But she had sex with Xavier Woods in the tape. Okay, okay, Yeah, I I need to watch that one. I think I had said I wasn't going to because it's it's like revenge porn, basically, right? Oh, like he it's released so it. fucked up. He released it without her consent, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not okay with watching that." So I, I probably won't actually. But no, I mean, yeah. I would love to watch Soraya in that situation. I'm just gonna. Play oh, that. she's hot. Yeah, and it's it's devastating hearing her talk about it. But she, but I watched her episode of um that A N E like biography. biography I did show they did, mm-hmm. and she said that when she called her dad and told him about it, he was like, "Who cares?" Like Kim K got famous off that shit. <laughs> I think he also said like everyone has sex. Yeah, everyone has sex. Yeah, have you I, seen fighting with my family? Not yet because it's not free anywhere. out of my trillion streaming services i have that one isn't available Mm -hmm. um but i plan on it (laughs) love it it's it's great the documentary that it was based off of is on youtube i think Mm. so youtube youtube YouTube. anyways we could go on about not teen mom yeah for sure i'll stop derailing us sorry that was like the fifth time already (laughs) that's all right that's all right plus we're kind of on one because we just wrapped up recording with amanada from we love to hate everything and uh pod pod in the city mm-hmm. so we've we're like already energized and chatty and yeah um well this aired november 18th 2013 
And we open up with the usual Dr. Drew, like, standing in front of the camera and the girls are all watching from afar, which always is kind of awkward to me. Statistics about teen pregnancy, blah, 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 blah. Tonight we're going to hear from Brianna, Alex, Katie, Mackenzie about how shitty their boyfriends are. This is the Team Mom 3 reunion. Can we just talk about the outfits? Yeah, let's please talk about the outfits. (laughs) Katie and Alex, their outfits could not be more 2010 if I've ever seen it in my life. Well, that is the era. I think we've talked about this. I know Amanda and I did. But this was the era where for some reason we were all dressing in business casual club wear. Mm-hmm. Like, let's wear a blazer to the club. Yeah. <laughs> the leggings, the little ankle length booties. Yeah. Very, uh, it was a choice. They were trying. The scarf. The scarf. I don't think a scarf is ever a good idea. Oh, really? I love a scarf, but like a winter scarf. Well, yeah. I actually have a Randy Orton scarf. Oh, I love that. Well, yeah. that that makes sense. Like going to a sporting event or something, wearing a scarf or like sipping some like hot a cocoa. like a MJF style, like just like a yeah, sp- like like that, but not like, like this. A Kale Laurie, also a reunion oh, where she's wearing God. like the gray blazer the, with. The... I thought it was a red blazer. Mandela effect. She also. It might be two different occasions we're talking about, or maybe I'm thinking of an episode and not the reunion. But it's it just it, it accentuates the wrong areas. Like, yeah, yes. let's let's get rid of any neck I do have. Great idea. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, I also wrote that Katie just seems incredibly stiff and nervous in this situation. Oh, yeah. Like she doesn't do well recording live. No. Yeah. Um, Brianna looked okay. It looked like she had just gotten her hair cut for the occasion. She's still rocking that like Halle Berry hairdo. Mm-hmm. Um. She looked pretty good. Mackenzie, I don't remember what Mackenzie was wearing. Mackenzie was like end of summer, like I need to wear my white jeans before Labor Day outfit. <laughs> uh-huh. I, uh, when Dr. Drew asks like what the kids are up to and like how mothering is going, Mackenzie answers, oh, like Gannon's doing so good. Like he loves animals. And I was like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. I know. I literally wrote that didn't age well. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said how he likes... They got him a pony. They got Ganon a pony. And Dr. Drew's immediate reaction is just, Oh no, not another one. (laughs) We can't have another cowboy, Mackenzie. I know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Brianna just said that she just loves Nova so much and loves being around her. I, I love how he asks Alex... Because uh, they, like, show, you know, the montage of, like, this is what happened this season. And when he's like, Alex, like, how did that make you feel? And she goes, oh, it makes me feel frustrated because I have to relive those moments. And Dr. Drew, like, interrupts her goes, well, we'll get to that in a minute. It's like, you asked her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> yeah, and the first one up today is Katie. And uh, it's just a her, her and Dr. Drew on stage from the get and Katie mentions how Joey's been going to anger management and they've been going through couples counseling and they're just, you know, trying to work things out. He was with his girlfriend, Bridget, Bridget, if you will, Brigitte. for a month. <laughs> and 
And this part, I was like, question mark. She also did things that pissed him off. So he realized it wasn't a Katie thing. It was a woman thing. And that like he I'm like, that's great. Great. Yeah, I I loved that. It was like, A, they were together a month and they were like already bringing the kids around each other, which they're babies. They're not going to remember. But I mean, he like fully deep dived into that relationship. And yeah, when she mentions like, oh, yeah, they were together like a month. I'm like, so it's been a month since that happened. Almost as if rebounds don't work. Hmm. Even if they look exactly like your ex-partner and like are the same person, basically. But no, I thought that was funny, too. When it was like, oh, like he also was fucking annoyed by her. So we'll be okay. Dr. Drew looks so confused. He's like, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just, they, they like re-show just Katie's clips from out throughout the season. And I'm just like, can you imagine having to watch a clip show of your life? Like, how fucking embarrassing would that be? And not only that, it's all about you and your man fighting and telling each other how much you hate each other. And you're, like, freshly back with him now. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I honestly, we shit on these girls a lot. But, like, I give it to anybody who puts themselves out there on reality TV like that. Because it'd be so hard to watch every bad moment that you've ever had back in your face like they they don't they don't show the nice moments on these shows they like right. purposely show the shadiest shit you know what i mean so unless you're chelsea huska yeah and even her mo- even there's a lot of shady stuff they showed with her too it wouldn't even be just the the bad moments it would just be like they had to show me that day like i hadn't washed my hair that morning <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. the one they have to show they zoom in on, like, the pile of clothes in the back corner of your room. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I was going to ask you. I remember. I was going to ask, do you think or do you think Joey actually went to anger management? Um, not unless it was, like, court-ordered. Oh, yeah. I think we'd, we would know if that were the case. But I think Katie mentioned to him he should go to anger management, and he was just like, okay. And that nothing came of it, or maybe he went to one and said it was stupid. But it's only been a month. So Katie could say, like, yeah, he's going to anger management. Or, like, he will be in the future after this is done filming. It's, like, one of those things where they get in a fight and he promises he's going to go, but then he just, like, puts it off for so long and just, like, never ends up going. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, who would be, like, incredible to do a podcast with? What? The Ashley. Oh, yeah. How incredible would it be to talk to her? The the tea she knows and, like, the people who've sold out the other tea moms to her. Oh, Like, Barbara. Yeah. Does the Ashley... Ashley's, like, them, though, right? It's, like, numerous people. I, I think... honestly just thought it was a girl named Ashley. I think... At first, I thought it was, like, a gossip girl situation, like an incognito mm-hmm. thing. But I think numerous people work under the Ashley... I mean, probably. It's been going Mm -hmm. on for so long, and Mm -hmm. there's so many different things that it covers. It it would be impossible for just one person to do it. Did you used to read Patrick Verone's recaps of, like, Teen Mom and Degrassi and that? It was, his page was, I'm bringing blogging back. I am aware of it, but I wasn't, like, a diehard fan of that. 
I remember one time going to visit Jess. This is pre-internet on planes, smartphone, that type of thing. I took my laptop and I went onto his site and I just screenshot a bunch of pages from his recaps and I like saved them for the flight so I could read them like a fucking book on my flight to go visit Jess in New York or LA, wherever it was. He was on he was on Wheel of Fortune this week randomly. Fun fact. Uh but when you so random. When you said the Ashley, it was like, oh yeah, well, he was kind of like the dude Ashley for a while. Yeah. Uh, Katie also mentions how they would fight about money issues. And I want to know what these money issues were. Was it still the remember we had the theory that his money was being like, what do they call it when they garnished? Right. Um, but we saw that because remember she would get pissed at him for like buying weed and stuff, didn't she? The money with the weed thing for sure. But I feel like the money issues were only on Katie's side. She's the only person who ever complained about them, yet Joey was the one making the money. And he always seemed like he was perfectly content with where they were. So Yeah, he was paying for everything. Mm-hmm. Which is very hard to do when you're how old was joey like 20 or something yeah like very early 20s like that's hard to do when you're in your early 20s i'm gonna guess he wasn't 21 because i think if he had the ability to buy alcohol he would be like we would have seen that you know yeah i mean katie would drive anyone to be a drunk Mm -hmm. but (laughs) dr drew like asked her at one point like What's the worst? What was the worst thing that you've ever said when you guys have been in a fight? She's like, one time I told Joey, I hope he doesn't come out of the mine. <laughs> I had no idea what she was going to say. Yeah. And like, she's crying, of course, as she says this. And I wasn't surprised. Like, once she does admit that she said that, I'm like, that sounds like something you would say. Oh, yeah. Dr. Drew invites Joey out, and he did not dress up for the occasion at all. Katie overdressed while Joey underdressed, but he's not wearing a hat. He's not wearing a baseball cap. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it to him there. But he's got like baggy jeans on, a sw- like a zip up hoodie. And he sits down next to Katie and kind of, you know, reiterates what Katie had already said. And Dr. Drew brings up the coming out of the mind thing. And. Katie apologizes for it, and you can't see Joey's face because he's turned and looking at Katie, but he's crying, and that got me. <laughs> like, I'm, a, I'm such a sucker for this motherfucker. Dr. Drew's like, ah, so you guys always used to fight about money. And then Joey's like, you know, it's tough because I work in a coal mine, and like, as far as jobs go, that's one of the best ones you can get. So if that's mm-hmm. not good enough, I don't know what will be, Katie. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's ever good enough for you, Macy. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he. I think Katie had mentioned something about how, like, being insecure and stuff. And Joey's like, if I didn't love you or care about us as a family, I wouldn't be working in a fucking mine, like the most dangerous job in the state. You know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if I'm not making enough money for you, I never will. I wonder how much he was making. Like, if he got paid weekly or... Isn't that what, like, Jeremy from Mm -hmm. Teen Mom... Like, uh... uh, You know who I mean. Leah's Teen Mm -hmm. Mom, too. So, I Um, think Corey was working in the mine, but Jeremy was a pipe fitter. 
which I don't know the difference, but I feel like I remember her saying that he was like a pipe fitter, which, yeah. Yeah, like that's it's obviously a good it's obviously a good enough job that he can get them a nice place, like a nice two bedroom condo and be living somewhat comfortably. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Then they bring up Lucy, a.k.a. Zelda from Pet Cemetery, and Joey and Lucy have not seen each other since their big fight they had in the apartment where the cops were called. And he invites her out and she looks very pissed off. And Dr. Drew asks what her opinion is on them being back together. And she's not happy about it. Mm-mm. She's like, I don't know what the rush is, you know? Like, And again, this is weeks after the finale happened. So <laughs> this is pretty immediate. I, I understood why she was pissed. If my kid was in a situation like this, I would feel the same way, you know, just because their parents together doesn't mean they have to be together. And obviously, no one's happy, including Molly. So, yeah, Katie like goes on a rant about how her mom and Joey are beefing and her mom needs to like stop being so pissed off. And her mom's like, Katie, you say that, but you hold a grudge. And then even Joey goes like, oh, yeah. (laughs) And Katie's like, okay, like, I know I hold a grudge, but you don't even know what it's like to start fresh. And then that's when Zelda really spills the tea here. She's like, oh, I don't. Oh, really? I don't. You're saying this, Katie? Like, you're saying I can't start fresh? Your dad was a drug addict. Like, your dad was dealing drugs out of our house. And you're telling me I can't start fresh? Like, your dad went to prison, Amber. Yeah. Now, Katie was trying really hard here. I feel like she was really putting on the front. She had her, like, not her big girl panties on, but she definitely was really doing everything she could to present, like, everything is fine. Kind of like Janelle does. You know, it's like clear, like everything's on fire around them. But she's like, no, we're really good. Yeah. Things are great. Um, And Lucy was kind of the one to kind of break that, uh, break that image. Uh, But no, they don't really have any closure here. You know, they just, I think, agree to all move on. And of course, as we know, Katie and Joey did not continue on. Uh, I do feel like we could have gotten a lot more out of this segment, though. I think they could have had this go on a lot longer. Mm-hmm. get into more of the specifics of this dynamic and i wish we could have seen it you would watch do oh you what go you go ahead <laughs> you watched the uh like unseen moments mm-hmm. um did they show any katie and joey fights we didn't see no okay and like all the stuff that I remember happening, I'm like questioning myself because I vividly remember her going over. I'm going to ask Reddit one day. I'm going to go on Teen Mom Reddit and see if someone can find these because I remember her going over to his apartment with Bridget and breastfeeding and like sitting down and breastfeeding Molly. Never happened. Um, I also remember him dumping her bags off on the side of the road and her being like, doesn't anyone have any class these days? Mm. Never happened. But I remember it too. I remember the bags like outside, I swear to God. Never happened in the season, never happened in the unseen moments, never happened in um, the like catch up with the, the girls of Teen Mom 3. No. 
gosh. That reminds me, I was going to also go through Reddit to try to find the post back when, oh, I found it, back when Jade was randomly with another guy for a hot second. Oh, God. And he yeah. looks exactly like you would expect him to look. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, He's got a couple kids, probably, and he may or may not have served time. Could be on house arrest. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that's all yeah. we get from Katie and Joey, really. Like I said, they could have given us a lot more out of this, but... They should do, and like, I don't know what the fuck MTV's doing right now with their content, but they should bring back, like, do it, keep Teen Mom going, but do a series with the girls we haven't thought about in a while. Like, yes. like Katie, uh, put Katie on there, put Alex on there, um, put like that nicole girl that everybody fucking hates because she faked a stillbirth like mm -hmm. put put on like those messy bitches like an hour-long catch-up special with someone new every week a hundred percent or do a full teen mom series with them mm -hmm. like this like a whole season mm -hmm. i just feel like maybe alex or katie they would be more likely to sign up to do like a one-time thing because it like mm. takes work to find Katie on social media, at least for me. Maybe I'm just doing it wrong. Yeah, that's true. But um, and like Alex, I don't see her wanting to go back into the limelight for too long. I feel like she could just be like, yeah, like I'm married now. Like my husband's in the, I think he's in the Navy. Um, You know, we have another kid together. Arabella's 13. I feel like that would be all she really wanted to tell. I don't feel like I don't see her thirsty for fame, I guess. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, like, I don't blame Katie for going off the grid because if, if this was my reality TV blueprint, I don't oh, know yeah. if I'd exactly be uh, all over social media either. I probably would. I'd probably be doing be doing like flat tummy tea ads. <laughs> Why not? I would I feel like I would really hold out for the good stuff. I, I like to tell myself, as much as influencing annoys me, if I were to become in a position to take those types of ads, me, who just made her first penny on my podcast this past week, <laughs> um, I feel like I would wait for, like, oats overnight or, like, name brand stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I would like to tell myself I wouldn't sell out for something cheap, but I'm sure when that money is laying out in front of you and all you have to do is post a couple times about it. I'm sure it's easy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would at least go through I would at least change my outfit in the before and after pictures. I love oh I love a picture where it's like before, after, and you can just tell they're like sticking their stomach out in the before and sucking it in in the after. Oh yeah, that's what those plexus people do. Or like oh, yeah. they show a picture of their face and it's like, well, that was a terrible photo of you. The before photo. Like in the other one you're posed and it's a selfie. Like I can do that. I can do that right now. And you have a filter and makeup on and Oh, Soraya did that in uh, like her um, celebratory, um, like her sobriety anniversary post, mm -hmm. which I'm like, she does look great and like I'm proud of her and everything. <laughs> but the first photo, it's like a candid photo of a night when she was out partying and stuff. And the, the updated photo was a selfie that was filtered and she's had plastic surgery and filter or um, like filler since then. Like she's had her lips done and it's like, well, it's not the same thing. 
Yeah, that's exactly. not fair. <laughs> exactly. Um, now we move on to Brianna, who really uh, brought it pretty quickly in this reunion, may I add. My favorite part about this was when they show her, um, her like, this is what happened on Brianna's journey this season. And then they show the scene from the court where the judge like favors Devon and you just see Roxanne like put her head in her hands. Like, yes. Oh what are we going to do? This guy, this guy, Brianna. he just won in court, Brianna. What was Devon's Twitter? Poppy Chulo? I think so. Yeah. God. Uh, okay well, you go i've never noticed before how much devon had slash has a lisp does he you didn't notice in this reunion no never He's like i i, th- I tried dr drew like oh, it's no. odd like i i tried i try to be there for nova but like they won't let me maybe he got like a visalign or something mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Maybe stop. Maybe chipped a tooth. Maybe burned his tongue on a blunt. I don't know. All things possible. Yeah. I remember trying to do like a. There was something. It was like I was trying to like put a match out in my mouth or something when I was a preteen or something. Just stupid shit. Yeah. I don't know. Just bored home. Before the internet, not before the internet, before TikTok and all that shit. Like, just entertaining yourself before your parents get home. I was probably, like, playing with candles or incense. And I think I, like, lit a match and it was like, oh, like, I'll just put it out in my mouth. Just stupid. And I burned right above my lip. You can imagine how that looked. It looked like Robin Brown or something. Maybe maybe he was doing something like that. (laughs) Maybe he burned his tongue on something. Very possible. I wish he would have gotten his tongue pierced. That's what I wish the answer was. Like in uh, Girls. Yeah. When they get like the under the tongue and she gets it like stuck. By the way, that scenario. Okay. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, Lena Dunham and Maude Apatow go to like a piercing place and they're like, let's get matching piercings. And Lena Dunham suggests, I don't know the proper name for this, but it's that like weird string thing, like under your tongue uh-huh. that like holds your tongue like the to web. your mouth, the web thing. Yeah. She suggests they get it done and she convinces Maud Apatow's character to go first. This exact scenario happened to me, except it was a tattoo on the inside of the lip. Oh, God. I went with a friend before work, like years and years ago, my early 20s, and she got, um, mob money over bitches on the inside of her lip and i was gonna get tgod for taylor gang or die and she went first and she was like i could tell how much pain she was and she didn't like it and she got up and she was like oh it feels like bees are stinging the inside of your mouth anyways and then i was like nope i'm not i'm not doing you went fuck no i went nope i'm not doing it (laughs) i love that episode so much um I haven't been in that situation, but a girl that I worked with, she used to be like MySpace famous, you know, mm-hmm. um, she got CAMF on the inside of her lift for cunt ass motherfucker. Oh, God. Like, why? Why is it that? Like, but that honestly, if you're going to get a tattoo like that, the inside of the lip is where you go because no one's going to see it unless you want to show it off. Mm hmm. 
and they say they don't last forever exactly they fade a girl i went to a college with she um had the we called her smiley that was her nickname because she uh had the web above her teeth like behind that lip. she she has it to the day she's had it for like over 10 years and on her it's very cute Ugh. i just couldn't picture doing that i chickened out getting my tongue pierced too I was just going to ask if you've ever had your tongue pierced. I was going to go. This was also my early 20s, a.k.a. when I was like literally an alcoholic. And uh, I had a friend who had her tongue pierced and we were going to go on like a Sunday night. Nothing was open. So we drove to Niagara Falls because the piercing and tattoo places are like 24 hours there. And uh, literally walked up to the door and I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. Oh, <laughs> I've never had mine done either. It always scared me because I remember people being like, you can like die. Like it can like like, swallow your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. That or I think it was something like, oh, there's like a a vein or whatever in your tongue that connects to your heart and it can kill you. I I mean, if you're getting that done, like I would hope you're going to somebody who knows what they're doing. And I like tongue piercings. Like I like I think like I like when guys have it like I think it's hot um but I don't I would never do it now no when we hang out this summer if I'm happy with where my stomach is at that point I kind of want to get my belly button pierced because I'm really clinging on to my youth (laughs) I'm 33 now your belly button yeah I kind of want to when we hang out we like go get our um I would I, I would do that because I've never had my belly button pierced. That surprises me. I feel like I, it wouldn't surprise me if you had one right now. No, I did all the piercings in the face, and I have my ears spaced, yeah. mm-hmm. which which I hate. By the way, like one day eventually I will get this shit sewn up so I can just be an adult with regular piercings. Really, they're that big that they won't go back down oh no 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 i've i had them out for like a year and this is the furthest that they've shrank all right just super glue them you're fine okay (laughs) hey i'm not a teen mom um let's see i did my nose i kind of missed that but i don't really think i have a good nose for that type of thing Uh, i really miss my eyebrow piercing i wish i still had it i kind of want to get it back um i pierced my own belly button like at the cabin with my friends i used a safety pin and I like completely missed. It's so crooked, and it didn't like, like... in the movie Thirteen. Yeah, but hers was fine. She did th- those idiots did a better job than I did, and I was thirteen when I did this. Um, and it's like too high, and I didn't go deep enough. It was such a shallow piercing, and it took like an hour to fucking push it through. Ooh, I know, Erica. And I took Ugh. it out after like two days. I was like, I'm not. I don't show my stomach anyway. Like. Ugh. yeah and my friend pierced her lip also with a safety pin and the next day my dad saw it and he's like well you obviously didn't fucking have that yesterday and i have to call your mom thank you <laughs> mm-hmm. i know my mom my mom used to yell at me she'd be like why do you put that and i'd say it's my face and then she'd say but i'm the one that has to look at it which she's oh, not yeah. wrong but yeah, I don't know. I I would get my belly button pierced, but it, uh, but I have no like interest in doing the piercing thing again. I just want more tattoos. I think I want more tattoos. Yeah, I remember my friend's mom being really pissed off when we pierced her. Um, we did a Monroe piercing on her. <laughs> well, because especially 
like those were so fucking ugly we were at the time like we were the age where it was cool and like we thought people on like myspace and stuff who looked like that were cool but like in reality it was ugly as fuck like i still have the scar from it and i hate it mm-hmm. and like the way it heals it's like oh i just have a nice big pore there yeah yeah exactly i was just seeing someone complain on um reddit though i don't know what i was looking at they were saying how like numerous people were saying their tongue rings they had to pay a bunch of money to fix the shit it did to their teeth yeah i've heard that too so not worth it um so brianna and dr drew are hanging and dr drew does what he fucking does he like asks basically where and when exactly brianna and this jacob dude have hooked up he always does this so uh, uh did you get that iud because of jacob and she's just so honest she's like yes yeah but she brianna is always whenever she's nervous you can just see it all over her face she just giggles like to the day she does this she's so socially awkward um but I remember my mom saying this when we would watch this back in the day. She's like, why is this guy asking these, like, 18, 19-year-old girls about their sex life? Like, obviously, it's a teen parent show. But, like, we don't have to know how, when the last time they fucked was. No, very inappropriate. It's it's a, it's so different than, like, Vanderpump rules. Like, when Andy Cohen will, like, ask them when the last time they hooked up with. It's like... It's it feels like a teacher like scolding you for like for like getting caught doing something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's very we yeah, it's weird vibes. But I mean, at the time they were trying to make Teen Mom this like educational show. Yeah. It's like we're here for the trash. Yeah, exactly. Well, and everything Dr. Drew says to these girls pretty much falls on deaf ears. I remember at the teen mom to like season two reunion i think when leah has the blue on and like the gold and she had the extensions and braces when she was she had just married jeremy i think mm-hmm. and smoker she had, leah she There's had like the, all these paparazzi pictures of her like just ripping cigs mm-hmm. at that time and chelsea yeah mm-hmm. and uh leah had just had the miscarriage which now we know was an abortion Mm-hmm. and she was talking to dr drew about like wanting to get pregnant again like she, her and jeremy want to start a family and he's like why like you don't have to rush into having another kid and it ends with leah crying being like you're right i'm gonna get back on birth control and we're gonna take things slow and spoiler alert she gets pregnant months later with addy yeah because then the season starts and addy's already born like mm-hmm. addy was born in between that time Addie was born, Janelle fully got married and pregnant with Cortland mm-hmm. and like got addicted to heroin. Um that, those days were wild too because that was when like we sort of knew things that were going on with them but mm-hmm. not really. Like mm-hmm. when the season aired it was still very much like a shocker. Mhm. Yeah. I decided I, I am going to get an abortion that's like an iconic line oh that whole first scene of that season when they come out back is my favorite thing ever janelle and her friend just casually walking down the street and janelle just goes yeah you know i'm really glad i'm not on heroin anymore and her friend just goes yeah that's really good isn't it the girl from buck wild too i don't think so but that's she was around at that time too 
Yeah, she was around in like the Nathan days. Yeah, very, very strange. And they never addressed that, that crossover. Um, yeah, fucking wild times. I think uh, Chelsea had like had the, her accessory line that she was scamming people on during that time period, too. <laughs> and then Kayla, Kayla got pregnant, too. So, or no, maybe not that early. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I was just confused here, too, because Dr. Drew asks if Brianna got the IUD because of Jacob. She says yes. But Brianna got that IUD, like, on episode two or three, and we don't hear about Jacob until episode, what, nine, ten? Yeah, it could be the editing. It's absolutely the editing, but I just thought it was strange that they did it that way because it was like, oh, let's get on birth control just because it's smart in case I need it. And then all of a sudden this Jacob guy is around and they don't like him. It just seemed weird, weird for them to do that and not include Jacob in the storyline earlier. Yeah, she was probably like debating if she wanted to like bring him on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then Dr. Drew invites Devoin out. And uh, he has a lisp, apparently. Uh, he looks fine. He looks like he put him- himself together for this. I've said it before, but I just... I'm waiting for Devoin to have a huge glow up. I feel like he has it in him to be really hot. He just needs to, like, advance I mean, one more Pokemon. 30. <laughs> he's, like, in his 30s now, isn't he? You don't or think it's gonna happen now? to it. I think if it hasn't happened, it's not going to. Ah, oh, man. Fuck. I think usually men go through that at like twenty eight ish. That's when men like get their final globe. I could be wrong though. No, I think you're right. And men age worse than women. You know, we put so much effort into trying to not age. But I gotta tell you, at my ten year reunion, when Jess and I got out of the car and looked, hey, we wanted to leave. We were like, why are we doing this? But also, like, I looked at the guys, and I'm like, they look like shit. The girls look great. The girls look the same. But, like, the dudes were already balding, or, like, they had the beer guts, and it was just like, oh. Yeah. hmm So, you're right. Um, So, Dr. Drew asks Devoin, how are things going with, like, checking in on Nova, being involved? And Devoin says how it's hard to be in Nova's life. When every time he asks to see her, like, Brianna's always, like, busy or says he can't come over. And Brianna's like, well, that happened, like, twice. So. Yeah, like, sorry, when you call me on a Monday, I'm running errands with my mom. Anyways. Oh, we didn't talk about the room on the live. Damn it. Damn it. We were going to talk about Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Oh, well. I still have to watch The Room. I've seen The Disaster Artist. I've listened to The Disaster Artist audiobook, but I've never seen The Room, which I know makes zero sense. But I, back in my like heavy drinking days, I would just get, I would get drunk. I would stay up after my husband would go to sleep and I would just watch The Room. Just hammered. It's so fascinating. I don't like watching movies when I'm drunk. No, me neither now. But for some reason back then, I thought it was fun. Now it's better. I should get like really stoned and watch The Room. The guy who wrote it, Greg Sestero, he was just in town and I missed him. Like I missed him two weeks after he was here. He was doing a live Mm. viewing. Mm -hmm. Um. So then Devoin and Brianna start to go back and forth about like 
him trying to see Nova, you know, she's like, yeah, you pop up time to time, but you're not being a supportive father. Brianna says something about buying stuff for Nova, like food or offering her money from time to time. And he's like, well, I do. And we get the iconic Brianna being like, Devon, Nova doesn't need Jordans. She doesn't need new shoes. She needs diapers. She needs clothes. Like, you ain't doing shit. Don't ever say that I'm not doing shit for her because you really are not doing shit for that girl. Like, I raise her. And then Devon's like, I don't know what kind of milk he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yes, you do. Just ask. Um, While this is going on, like, it's getting pretty heated between Devoin and Brianna. Is this where Dr. Drew sits in the middle of them or is that later? She goes, you don't do shit. You don't need to talk. I'm tired of you talking. You can just go. And then Dr. Drew goes, ah, Brianna, I want him to stay. And then she's like, you're a deadbeat. You don't do nothing. And then he's like, I've seen your thick teen and pregnant, Brianna. You didn't know what the fuck you were doing when you first got the baby either. <laughs> and then Dr. Drew, like, then he, like, sits in the middle of them. He's like, shh. And I sent you the picture. It's going to be the artwork for the episode. They're still yelling at each other and dr drew's like sitting in between them they're both just yelling into his ear uh but yeah that was interesting they talk about when devoin watched nova for like an hour and they just sat out in the driveway like waiting and seeing what would happen with devoin and nova's crying the whole time and stuff but then we find out here that nova was sick at this point when devoin was watching her and no one told him this until after Mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of fucked up. I think that was kind of screwing him over. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it was a weird thing to happen. Well, but, and- they di- but they didn't like, they knew he wasn't going to be able to do it, which is why they stayed in the in the driveway the whole time. Yeah, like the, the front step of the house, pretty much. But also, like, for the kid, that's kind of a shitty thing to do to her, too, because the baby, if they're sick, the last thing they're going to want is, like, a stranger watching them, you know? Yeah. It's just going to freak them out more. So they're getting into it, and Brittany overhears this exchange happening from backstage. And all of a sudden, we hear her yelling from backstage. She slowly comes out, and... She is getting in Devoin's face because she doesn't like that he's saying Brianna's not shit because Brianna is who's raising her along with Brianna or Brittany and Roxy. She's like, we raised that kid. You're never around. Don't you dare tell my sister that she's not doing anything or that she ain't shit, you know? So Devoin and Brianna are like nose to nose at this point. So then Roxy comes out. Dr. Drew also goes, he's fine. He's fine. Like, just trying to shoo Brittany away. Yeah. A effort. A for effort. Yeah. Step to me. I dare your ass to do something. This got, like, so intense so quick. It By did. the way, there's also two security guards that are wrapped around Brittany and only one around Devon. Wait, What? There's two security guards wrapped around Brittany, but only one security has Devon. Oh, they know. They know that Brittany is far more capable of fucking someone I will up say, than Devon. This is my second favorite favorite reunion fight after, of course, 
Amber Portwood versus Farah, Farah where, yeah. where Matt and Michael get involved and Michael mm-hmm. like falls on his ass. Mm-hmm. What and Amber I totally misses done, the slap. Oh, what I would have done to be an audience member during that. Like that audience is so fucking lucky. Michael, did Michael fall or did he get pushed? He got pushed. Matt, Matt pushed ba- him. Matt like pushed him into the audience. Yeah. Just because someone's 20 years older than me doesn't mean they're a pedophile okay oh my god forgot about that i guess that's like the one thing you can say about matt bear is that he's not a pedophile you know i mean (laughs) his one redeeming quality um so roxy comes out and she's being completely silent she's just watching all these security guards her daughter and devoin just get her daughter's and Devoid getting into it, and she just silently silently walks up to this fight. Devoid gets taken off stage, and as they're pulling him off stage, Roxy takes off one of her red pumps and gets ready to fucking just chuck it across the stage at Devoid. She doesn't. So then she's just walking around stage, hobbling on one foot, doesn't put it back on or anything. She does eventually just take off the other shoe. <laughs> hilarious and so then brianna's just like super calm on the couch she's like what are you gonna do oh it's kind of like the um kale and brianna and britney fight from like i don't know six seven years ago or something like drama is for nerds oh god i don't know why i've just like really had it with chelsea lately she's not even doing anything but her presence is just irritating me it's yeah, it's um I I just don't care about her anymore. Mm-hmm. I watched a few episodes of her down home. Oh god. And and it was funny when my mom was here when she drove out here with me, we watched it together because my mom loves HGTV. Okay. And I was like, okay, well like I'll throw that on cuz at least I'll watch it. Like Cole is just so annoying. Yeah. Like, but him and Chelsea like work together like they have that really annoying sense of humor but and like listen he's a great guy but yeah. like i personally would get very annoyed by a man who acts like that is he just so like undecisive like is he just like the guy who like is he like uh, mackenzie's dad it, no he's just like has such like a little kid personality. Mm. Like, well, kids, now we're gonna do this. Yeah, it's just, ugh. yeah. It's like, well, he was like, yeah, man. To be a dad. As Andy Cohen said to Tom Schwartz last week, be a man. <laughs> what was he saying that about? Uh, because <clears throat> Tom Schwartz is just like, you know, hunched over in his chair. He never gives a direct answer to anything. Yeah, and Andy Cohen's middle. like, what the fuck, Schwartz? Just fucking be a man. Man mm-hmm. up. I agree. I've always liked a more, like, assertive dude. For sure. Yeah. And that's very much not Cole DeBoer. I just feel like what Chelsea has is great. She's she's a great mom. I have no doubt in my mind they're great parents. But Chelsea just capitalizes off of, like, pure mediocrity. And that really pisses me off. Like, I just feel like people who, like, actually design things or, like, have a creative brain or, like, actually have good 
like original ideas and i don't think chelsea has those things she just has the teen mom name and i just think people fall for it so easy and it just annoys me i don't know she's just so basic it it hurts me how basic she is and that's a me problem that's not a her problem but she has her retail store so good for them they have like a what do they call it brick and mortar location yeah so good for them like that's I mean, Farah did it first, though, if we really want to go there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. She sells like $200 candles and it's mm-hmm. just very... Um, I'm just like, I'm not even like hating on that because I actually, like I've said this before, I actually like Chelsea's style. Like when she wears like the band tees and like the, mm-hmm. the leather jackets and stuff, like I dress like that too. <laughs> I'm wearing a Kiss shirt right now under this. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. But I'm just surprised, I guess I should say, at how successful she is because I'm I just didn't realize that many people like her or like uh look at her as an influencer. But I think a lot of her people who look at her as an influencer aren't like diehard teen mom fans like we are. Mm-hmm. Like it's people who maybe watch the first season and then they like saw her on TikTok and they're like, Oh, it's it's that girl with the dick boyfriend and mm-hmm. You know. Like they just associate her with the the meme when it's like her crying on the couch in the neon green zip. Where up. it's like you you'll get a happy ending, Chelsea. You deserve it, or whatever Randy said to her. Yeah, uh huh. And then it's her and Cole's wedding photo next to it, Ooh. and it's like she got it. But I know that um, I think I think it was Liz from Feathers in My Hair. I think she had said how Chelsea. People like her so much because she has an easily attainable life. Like, not so much now with, like, her millions she probably makes in retail shit. But um, just, like, she's got a nice guy. She's got kids. She lives in the Midwest. Like, I'm sure people look at that and they're like, maybe I can have that. As opposed to, like, I don't know, a more famous person, I guess. Right. I, mm-hmm. I get it because she makes it seem like, oh, I have a perfect guy. I have perfect kids. I have a cute picture, perfect looking family. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone like Kale, who's got like a million baby daddies and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it, she doesn't have that white picket fence sort right. of life that Chelsea has. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people associate like having the kids and a husband or whatever like as success which is fine i'm not saying it's not where is there's me and i'm just applauding fair out here like listen i know fair is far from perfect but she's the only one who never had another baby oh yeah and she's always worked say what yeah. you want but she's always she hustled hustles. her ass off literally she hustles and like she like lets Sophia like just be herself. Like speaking of piercings, and Sophia <gasps> oh, just get like her septum pierced. That's where I saw the people talking about the teeth and the oh, tongue okay. ring. It's because she got her tongue pierced, and she got, uh, I think her nose because she's had the septum for a while. Mm-hmm. She got two piercings for her birthday, and she got a bouquet of two dollar bills, which I thought was kind of cute. Uh, that's where I saw it, though. Full circle. Because huh. <laughs> Sophia also, Abraham got her tongue pierced. I would let my teenage daughter get their septum pierced. Me too. Over anything else. Because it's like you can flip that shit in your nose if there's mm-hmm. ever, like, a occasion. Anyways. I agree. I would let... I mean, I would let my kid get any facial piercing, probably. Just not the tongue. I'd prefer not the tongue. 
Um, but I agree. Yeah. Um, so the they cut to commercial as Devoid's being taken like off stage, and you could just hear him screaming from the back, like he's not even mic'd anymore. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the greatest segue ever on one of these shows and it like fades to black with the yelling happening oh yeah and when they come back it's i think it's just Brittany and brianna right roxy's not there no it's the three of them it is the three of them okay uh and i don't have a ton of notes on this segment but brianna just ex- or Brittany just explains herself like i'm cool with devon i always have been but the second he started saying that my sister, my sister ate shit, you know, I couldn't hold back anymore just because my sister does everything for Nova. And at one point, doctor, sorry if I'm getting ahead of myself, but Dr. Drew kind of starts to question Brittany on her sex life, too, because that's what Dr. Drew does. And Brittany kind of throws some shade at Dr. Drew. She, like, mocks him. She's like, mm, yeah, I don't really know if I want to tell you that because I'm not really interested in hearing you be like, abstinence is the only way, you gotta get a birth control, all that. Dr. Drew's kind of like, well, I mean, yeah, that that is where I was gonna get at here at some point. <laughs> yeah, and the audience laughed, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, that's just what you do, Dr. Drew. Like, I was prepared for you to ask me that. I which- just knew you were going to fair you know um well she also says i i think Brittany. i think she might have lied too because she's smart like that but like she says that she isn't sexually active she is dating someone but she's not fucking them at this point which might be true but also i could see Brittany just saving the lecture and just being like no we're not fucking don't worry about it i oh, got yeah, it for sure i know what i'm doing thanks yeah doctor Thank you. <laughs> uh, what do you what thoughts do you have about this? Just okay, Brittany does say something like she tells Dr. Drew that Devon actually has friends that live in their neighborhoods. And so he's like always there and he borrows his friend's car all the time. Mm. But like he'll borrow his friend's car to like go do stuff, but not like never to see Nova. First of all, who the fuck is letting their friend just like borrow their car? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'll let anyone drive my car, but, like, I want to be in the car with you, at least. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Just undisclosed errands. Yeah. I would do that shit. I would borrow my, uh, the same girl, smiley girl, her car to, like, go into town. But going into town was, like, 20-something minutes, and I didn't have a car. Um, but also, Brittany says how... The friends that Devoyne's hanging out with, they live in the same neighborhood as they do, as mm-hmm. Brittany and Brianna do. So she's like, he has no fucking excuse to not come see Nova. Yeah. Yeah. And then so. Roxanne's like, you know what, Dr. Drew? Like, I just think that he thinks he can take Nova and play house with her. And like, I don't, it's not happening. And then uh, Dr. Drew's like, ah. But, like, it feels like he's reaching out and he's getting attacked. And then Roxanne's like, how did he reach out? And Brianna's like, yeah, even my mom texts him and, like, there's no response. She's like, I invite him over. Like, I tell him to meet us for dinner. Like, <laughs> heard he wasn't feeling well. Texted him. I hope he feels better. And I just love how she's like, tell him to meet us for dinner. Like, I, I-, I don't think Roxanne cooks. Like, I think, no. I, I think these girls go out to eat a lot. I agree. I think they get takeout a lot. Roxy, no judgment. Just an observation. Roxanne's house is immaculate. 
and we've never seen them sit down in their dining room or their kitchen and eat. Yeah, I've never noticed the that. The only time now. we did was that weird Thanksgiving episode that happened kind of recently where Devon's mom came, but she like waited in the car the whole time. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But even then, it seemed more. It seemed like a potluck situation. Potluck situation. Also, I have lots of clients that ordered their Thanksgiving dinners through like Firely's, Whole Foods, whatever grocery store in Can- Canada you have. Like, which I think is kind of lame. But uh, I could see Roxanne doing that. Like looking at a um, a, a flyer or whatever for a grocery store just be like oh that's not that bad of a deal we can just get all the thanksgiving food for like two hundred dollars you know mm-hmm. so i agree no we've never seen them cooking i've never seen brianna cook either never seen brianna cook she always has like ramen or some sort of takeout container mm-hmm. eh, you live in orlando you have like literally any option you could ever want mm-hmm that's so funny though i never realized that uh but yeah i see them going out to eat a lot i wonder what she did for work or does for work i've always wondered that like she's got the two girls living at home now nova um brianna didn't have to work for a while i could picture roxanne having like a sugar daddy or something oh yeah like some dude that like gives her money on the side oh for sure i see that too I was going to say like a sex phone worker, but uh, I don't know, actually. Oh, my God. I don't think so. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't remember. Sorry, I don't remember exactly. I think I did watch the beginning of part two. So that kind of blends into part one for me. So I'm not exactly sure how they ended this one. Um, Um, Yeah, Dr. Drew's like, why'd you have so much aggression towards him when he came out then, Brittany? And she's like, because he said that Brianna ate shit. And then Brianna's just like laughing her ass off the whole time. Mm -hmm. I love. Um, Dr. Drew accuses them of setting Devon up to fail, Mm -hmm. which pissed me off because it's like they could have easily made him like sign over papers. And like, listen. I understand the De Jesus women are like man haters. Like it's very obvious, but I think they, I think all things considered, they are pretty accommodating. He just mm-hmm. has to try a little harder. I mean, he's still around, isn't he? They let Devoint stay at their apartment when he, when he was out of somewhere to live mm-hmm. like three years ago. Yeah. I remember uh, Brianna crying on the bed using. I think it was uh, Stella's like underwear to yeah. wipe her tears with. I remember that. And she's like, and, you can stay here as long as you want. And Brittany, or sorry, um, Brianna still financially supports Devon. Remember, she like gave him money and he spent it at the casino. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think Devoin was really trying to take like a cheap way out here. Like I, when he was talking earlier, it's like I've seen this. A lot of times, not exactly for the situation, but it's just people trying to find an excuse to make it so they don't have to take any accountability, you know, like, oh, I didn't do that because this person didn't tell me I could come over. And it's like, well, you could ask to go over there. You know, right. Exactly. Putting the blame on everyone else. So 
Dr. Yeah. Drew's like, ah, statistically, you know, uh, males, uh, it's it's harder for them to step up. And then Roxanne's like, so what? Us women have to pay the price? And then he's like, ah, teen dads aren't prepared for this, though. And then Brianna's like, and teen girls are? Like, Absolutely. teen girls aren't prepared either. It's the exact same bullshit that he did with Macy and Ryan. He's like, ah, you know, I just don't think Ryan was ready for this. Even though Ryan was like 21 when fucking Bentley was born. Yeah, a hundred percent. No, that's such was like seventeen. Yeah, and she was working. I remember. <laughs> I saved up my six dollar an hour paycheck for that couch. Uh, no, that's such bullshit. Don't. We know that Doctor Drew always kind of leans towards the guy's side, but like, come on. Like, how is that supposed to make the girls feel? Like, oh, well, biologically, that kid came out of you, so you're therefore more prepared. I mean, unless you're Amber Portwood. <laughs> Even adult women, I wasn't prepared. Like, I was prepared, but, like, I didn't know what was going to happen when I was 30 and had a kid. It was still a complete, like, life change. Like, okay, you know the saying? I don't know if you're watching uh, Jersey Shore Family Vacation right now. No. But Angelina wants to have a baby. And, like she's getting up there in age she's like 37 now or something so it's like kind of now or never for her Mm -hmm. and but her her situation with her with the men is so chaotic and just like her life is super chaotic and the girls are just like you know i don't think it's the right time for you to have a baby i think you should like get your life like you have to be prepared and she's like well no one's ever prepared And I think when they say no one's ever prepared is like what you said, like Mm -hmm. you were prepared, but nothing could have prepared you for Mm -hmm. what was going to happen. But you can still, quote unquote, prepare as in like, you know, make sure you're doing it with a supportive person and not Mm -hmm. just like a random Joe Schmo. Mm -hmm. That's my tangent. Yeah. And it it, it sucks that, that there's that time limit, you know. That people have to decide this. But I mean, Angelina could do it on her own if she wanted to. But yeah, I've seen people talking about this on La Reddit. And uh, everyone seems to have that same agreement. It's like, no, Angelina no. is not. <laughs> well, listen, she's not exactly the most responsible pet owner. Like, her dog is not house trained. Like, just lets it shit everywhere. Her Gross. cats shit everywhere. Which I asked Amanda about. And Amanda's like, that's more than likely because she's not cleaning the litter box mm-hmm. cuz like and then also in this past week's episode her cat had like shit matted to its ass cuz like the fur on its tail and she never bothered to like do anything about it and Jay was like you have to cut that like that poor cat mm-hmm. and Jay wow did it for her and so it's just like girl if you can't even manage cats which are the most like independent animal how are you gonna have a friggin baby mm-hmm. well or like maybe the cat has a fucking health issue you should probably take it to the vet for if it's peeing around your house and cat pee is so gross speaking as someone who has a cat it's the worst you have a cat yeah i don't even think i knew that i usually don't let him in here when we're when i'm recording um but he doesn't pee around the house but yeah. i will tell you when we were pet shopping or whatever when we were at the um 
the Humane Society looking at cats, we found this like beautiful black cat with these like neon green eyes and we really wanted him. And then Sean goes to look at like the about the cat, about me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it says like, I seem to have issues like going like using the litter box or something. And we just like drop the cat. We're like, nope, that's the line. Like, we're not having a cat pissing in our house other than the litter box. Sorry. Sorry. Good luck. (laughs) I mean, it's so true. That's why it's like a lot of people like won't rent to people who have cats because of that. Because like that shit, Mm -hmm. the smell of that shit just does not. (laughs) The landlord or whatever of the building we first moved into when we first moved in together, she had like five cats. And oh, wow. it was a wave of cat piss when we walked into her unit to sign the papers. And we just like, we couldn't believe it, how bad the stench was. And then when we, I think we were in there for like 45 minutes. When we left, we were like, that's so gross, but I can see because after you're in there for 20 minutes, you don't really start to notice it as much anymore. So t- I'm sure she doesn't notice, but that place was crawling with cats. It was crazy. Oh. I definitely had a friend like that in middle school and I would go to her house and her house would like reek and it's like how do you not but yeah you just you become immune anyways your own smell yeah (laughs) we're so Uh off topic but anyways yeah it's true um you know no one's prepared to have a baby but that doesn't mean that doesn't give the men excuses not to step up but Mm -hmm. It's just like the shitty double standard world that we live in, right? Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts about part one of the finale? I mean, it ends with just Dr. Drew and Devon because they bring Devon back on stage by himself. And uh, he's like, I apologize for all that. Like, <laughs> I guess I said some things that were too real for her to handle. Mike Drew's Tyson like, so, standing uh, in for Devon. Yeah. How have you been uh, doing as a parent? He's like, I mean, not great, but like, how am I supposed to know what she needs if like we don't communicate? And basically he goes on this whole thing about like his mom raised three kids so she can help him with Nova, just like how Roxanne helps him. And that mm. his whole th- his whole thing is like he wants Brianna to give him Nova to go home like he doesn't want to learn from them. He wants to like learn from his mom type of thing. And uh and then Dr. Drew's like, well, why don't you just start with, like, giving her cash money? Like, I think that would go a long way. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'd, ra- I'd rather go on child support and be, like, held out to a certain number than do that. And then Dr. Drew's like, all I heard was child support and I'm holding you to that. And, like, <laughs> that still hasn't happened to this day. So yeah. that's that's just ironic. But yeah, I, I get what Devoin's saying about, like, wanting to have that experience with his mom. We don't know a lot about his mom. I think other than that Thanksgiving episode where she like refused to get out of the car. And I think the fandom kind of agreed. Like and we think she was she drunk. Fought, she fought Brianna in like the past season, remember? Yep. They like went out to eat and she just has that stubborn, I won't listen to you attitude. I remember recapping that episode and being like very frustrated with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like just because she has doesn't mean those who can't do teach you know right yeah yeah like just because she did raise three kids doesn't mean you sh- you need to go to them for advice it's like people raise kids all the time yeah it's like shen's raised 20 kids or whatever is she like the poster child for mo- mothering motherhood no i mean yes <laughs> look at you with your fun ass oh my god 
which by the way they're bringing ashley back yeah to I team mom that. but not bar it's like oh so her story is gonna be even worse the fuck is she gonna talk about with no bar mm-hmm. it won't last god i can't stand her i don't think people are gonna people are gonna like it the show is already dying enough as it is but i don't think anyone's really dying to hear from ashley especially alone you know mm-hmm. i would follow shen though oh fuck yeah <laughs> we came to celebrate a birthday no came to ce- celebrate a birthday <laughs> i love when bart like that's one of my favorites is when he leans down to shed and he's like hey don't be doing anything petty for the rest of the day okay she goes all right bar because <laughs> yeah. apparently people wouldn't call him by his first name <laughs> i thought you were gonna say when bar shows up to the party and he heard that ashley took a swing on his mom and he like takes off his shirt and he tries to fight her <laughs> and she and ashley or not ashley um what the fuck is ashley's sister's name chris mm-hmm. and then chris is just like sitting there smiling uh-huh speaking of mike tyson woof. <laughs> i mean yeah yeah uh, well next week we'll have alex and matt does come back he looks like shit um and then we'll hear from Mackenzie and I was gonna say Ryan, uh, Mackenzie and Josh. And I think this is where we finally like get confirmation from Josh that he's like addicted to painkillers or something. Yes, horse tranquilizers or whatever. E- horse <laughs> and did we already announce what we're doing next at the top no. of the episode? Okay. I I kind of wish we would have though. I wasn't purposefully making people like edge for it this whole time. <laughs> um well we are gonna justine and i are wrapping up team mom three obviously and we decided going forward to start a new project and we'll be calling it surreal shore loves the 2000s right that's what we decided on mm-hmm. perfect uh and we're gonna be just recapping all sorts of great episodes of i don't know if it necessarily has to be reality tv but shows from the 2000s that we love you know we're already kind of doing that anyway. Jersey Shore. It better not be only reality TV because, bitch, you know we're doing a Degrassi episode. Okay, perfect. All right. I kind of <laughs> had a feeling you were going to want to do a Malcolm in the Middle at some point. That too. Okay. Oh, so much good ones. Okay. But yeah, I mean, just ones that kind of stick out in our memory, just iconic episodes of 2000s TV. I want to do like Aviva LaBam at some point, Newlyweds. I just picked up season one. I think it's the box set of Newlyweds, actually. It's behind me. Um, The Ashley Simpson show. Yes. So just great episodes of 2000s TV. That's going to be our next journey. That way we're not committed to necessarily just one show. Obviously, it takes us a while to get through one show with our busy schedule. So this way we'll just kind of be doing what we want. And we're definitely open to suggestions. Like, please DM us if there's anything that we didn't mention just right here. I I think we agreed that our cutoff year is going to be 2015. Mm -hmm. So anything from 2000 to 2015. Even though 2015 was definitely only like two years ago, right? It honestly feels like it. (laughs) Like, I... I am rewatching, doing my yearly Degrassi rewatch, and I'm on the episode, I'm on like season 13, which was from like 2014. And I was just like, oh my God, it feels like it was two years ago, but at the same time, it feels like a whole other world. Like 2014 was the best. Mm -hmm. 
the music, the clothes. Oh, that was like LMFAO era, I think. That was when I could still drink and not get hungover and feel like shit about myself for a month after. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, good times. Been there. Yep. That was like my wet seal days. No. Yeah, maybe. Wet seal, one of my shitty retail jobs I worked. Uh, but yeah, showing up hungover for sure. Or barely hungover on three hours of sleep. You'd be like, I'm so hungover, but then you'd like drink a Gatorade and feel better. Uh-huh. I wish. I just need some sunshine. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll be switching off who picks which episode to do. And there's going to be a little bit of, you know, Justine and I are in different countries. So there might be like one thing I suggest she can't find. So we might have like backup episodes, but we'll do our best, of course, to find them. And like she said, please, if you have suggestions on episodes, like we're all ears. I think someone in the live today on Amanda's live suggested, um, oh, crap, I can't remember, but they made a couple really good suggestions of shows that I, like, barely remember. We'll have to look back later. Okay. After it's posted and look. Uh, but, yeah, I think you gave me free reign to pick out the first one, right? Oh, hell yeah. Do you have it picked? or I do have one picked, yeah. Okay. So I kind of, and I know we've seen this already, but I wanted to do the Osbournes season two episode. Uh, I don't know what episode it is, but Beauty and the Burt. I wanted to do the one where Kelly <gasps> starts dating Burt McCracken. And I'll wear my used t-shirt when we record. It's Please. happening. I surprisingly don't have a Kelly Osbourne shirt. I can't believe I don't. But yeah, so that's what I wanted to do first. I thought that'd be a good way to start. And if we, if you can't find that one, then... I guess I'll come up with a runner-up. I do really want to do a Viva La Bam. I think that would be a lot of fun. I'll do my very best to find it. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. I'll buy it. I'll order DVDs mm -hmm. if I have to. I'll start looking for that ASAP. There's some very generous person here in the U.S. that puts them on YouTube, and they also have it on Daily Motion. So, oh, they're on YouTube. Perfect. Yeah, they're they can be kind of annoying. It's like. Either it'll be mirrored, you know what I'm talking about when uh -huh. they do that, or or for some reason they have some episodes that they have the same episode twice in a row, mm -hmm. like on the same video. I don't know. It's probably so it doesn't get taken down like all my shit does these days. Um, but yeah, that was my first pick. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, any other fun episodes you're doing coming up? You having any other guests on anytime soon? Uh, I definitely want to have you on ASAP, either for, for Florabama or Vanderpump, because this is the best season of Florabama when okay. Jeremiah is like all roided out. Yeah, just please. trying to have a good time with my boy. Um, yeah, I don't think I've seen that I'm season. Doing. Oh, okay, my gosh, perfect. Okay, let's see. I have an episode of Surreal Life where um, Alexis Arquette grabs the umbrella and like tries to attack a bunch of assholes in it at the bar that episode's coming out this thursday with my friend zach who we've been talking about him being on the show forever and we finally made it happen um other than that wrapping up rock of love i'm gonna have you and anthony on soon for meet the meet the parents episode which i think is not this episode but the next one so you guys will be on in a few weeks here i think that's it just keep on keeping on i, I don't know if you guys know but i'm a huge huge podcast star now i've made a penny on my podcast doing ads so kind of a big Literally deal one penny one penny 
<laughs> well, you can find Justine at the Shore Store on Instagram, Patreon, anywhere else you can get your podcast. I don't know why I forgot all of them in that moment. And you can find me anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, Instagram, Surreality Pod, and we'll catch you later. Bye.